When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoop with you. Not too far away from the action getting underway at Melbourne Park. SEN will be there for the entire tournament. We're lucky enough to have this man back as part of the SEN tennis commentary team. A man that knows what it's like to win Grand Slams and uh, be at the business end of majors. His name is Mark Woodford and he joins us this morning. Morning, Mark. Uh, good morning. How are you doing? Very well. I uh, hope you're going well as well. Does it feel like it's almost back to normal this year? There's no COVID restrictions uh, the, the crowds can flock in and it's uh, life's a bit back to normal at Melbourne Park. Finally, finally. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, the Australian Open is just like the other Grand Slams. I mean, they've they've all suffered over the last couple of years uh, thanks to the uh, pandemic. And, uh, you, you know, this is the first step back to normality. And, uh, um, you know, so it makes it all the more exciting. I mean, we're known as the, the happy slam and uh, I, I think it's just going to keep growing from here. Despite all that last year, it was an amazing tournament. Obviously, what Ash Barty did, you know, our first local winner since 1978. And then on the men's side, it was an amazing final, an amazing performance uh, from Rafa Nadal to win. Just looking at the Australians uh, this year, Mark, obviously really disappointing to lose uh, Isla Tamjanovic, who clearly was our, our best hope on the women's side. But out of, you know, Kyrgios, Demonor, and I guess Kokonakis as well, can you see either of those three making a, a run deep into the second week or given, I guess, particularly with Nick, his lead-up hasn't been perfect, that might be might be too much of an ask. Yeah, I, I mean, we were in a frenzy last year, weren't we? I mean, we uh, the excitement of seeing Ash Barty end up winning the, the title and uh, it had been such a, a long period of time since we've had uh, a singles winner on the men's and women's side. So, you know, with Ash winning last year and now her retirement, we, we all switch to who is the next chance, what's the, the next best thing. And I think clearly it is Nick Kyrgios. I mean, he has shown the talent um, that, you know, he's promised us so much over the last few years. But it's been a really tough ride for him. You know, it's a, um, the physical demands as well as the, the mental side. And uh, it's been really challenging for him. But he showed us at Wimbledon last year that... He is very, very close. And I don't think too many people re- really recognise how close he was to actually winning the title um, and, and being away from two sets of love lead against Djokovic. But, look, it's a learning curve. Um, and I think he would really love it. If it's not a Wimbledon title, I think the, the, uh, the, the next one that he would cherish is the Australian Open. But, unfortunately, we just haven't seen him play in the build-up. And it is a, a really tough hurdle to overcome um, you know if you don't have any lead up form and it's the same as Isla Tomlanovic and you know a lot of the promotions around the summer were based on Tomlanovic and Kyrgios and we haven't seen either of them play but I, I do expect Kyrgios to, to go deep into the tournament and uh, you know the challenge is though can he you know withstand all of the focus and all of the hopes that Ash Barty shouldered last year can Mikurios do it? And in the way of uh, uh, the title is Novak Djokovic, who he would have to face in the quarterfinals. And I think that's probably the biggest challenge for Kyrgios. He certainly speaks about 
feeling that weight of expectation, but just his overall mentality, Mark, since he made that Wimbledon final. It, it seems to have changed, but now he's happy to talk up his chances at a tournament. He, he says he's one of the best players in the world. He says, you know, it's changed now where he was always, you know, this sort of dangerous player in the draw, but now he sees himself as one of the leading contenders. How important do you think it is that that mindset changed um, given to how he used to speak about his own game in the past? It's huge. It's huge. When, when you can step onto the court, you know, it, it's, it's not a, 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 about the words. You've got to be able to, you know, do the damage with your racket. Um, words can obviously set yourself up, but then there's that fear of failure as well. And, and look, every tennis player, and I'm even talking about the very best in the world, um, if, uh, you, you know, you have some doubts along the way, but uh, I think Kyrgios, you know, after Wimbledon, um, you know, it's, it really has impacted him in a positive way. And I think we've seen some of these changes. He's been able to follow up, uh, you know, the rest of the season and tease us with the hope of, of doing well. I think we were all like, uh-oh, you know, when he withdrew from the United Cup. But, but look, he's very conscious about trying to take care of his body and be ready for this big assault on the Australian Open title. It's not going to be easy. I mean, there, there is probably a bit of a target on his back because I think, uh, you know, in a way, the, the way that he um, uh, holds himself and, and probably, you know, speaks about his chances, uh, you, you know, they might rile a few players along the way. But, uh, look, he's going to have an immense crowd support because, look, Australians, we, we want to see a home champion. We had it last year with Ash Barty, and I think the chances of Nick Kyrgios this year certainly playing at home improve. Speaking to Mark Woodford, previewing the Australian Open, of course. He's part of the Australian Open uh, SEN tennis commentary team. Just on Alex Dimonor, he's been that player that's sort of been able to regularly get to fourth rounds, but hasn't maybe not had enough weapons to challenge the best players in the world. Is this the year he can go a little bit further, not only here, but in other Grand Slams around? Or do you still think he's a, a little level off the, the really big names at the top of tennis? I don't, I don't think we should underestimate uh, Alex's chances. And that's, isn't it that's unfortunate because we, we do talk or tend to focus on Curios because we've seen this, uh, we've recognised his talent for a number of years. But Alex Di Menard is one of the greatest fighters out there on the tour. He's certainly up there with one of the quickest around the court. And he just has a superb attitude. He is so professional. And I think, uh, you know, last year, was certainly a, a season where maybe he discovered a little bit more about himself. I think, you, you know, his stature, probably his, his build, uh, you know, he's been out-muscled uh, in some of the grand slams and certainly against some of the more marquee players. But he's been gradually picking up major wins. And uh, look, at, at last year's Davis Cup competition, uh, he was the best player um, there competing with all the nations. And he was only nipped in the very last match by Felix Auger-Aliassime, who also was in with an, a chance of winning the Australian Open. But Alex is a fighter. He is one that has uh, belief in his ability. Um, and, you know, he might fly under the radar. And I think in that sense, that helps his chances. You can never discount one of the great fighters. Let's hope so, because uh, he's, a, he's a fantastic player to watch. We'd love to see him go deep. Just on the two, I guess, the big names on the men's side. So Novak Djokovic's form is fantastic, but he's got a 
little hamstring worry where Rafa's fit, but he hasn't won much lately. Is that a concern for either of these two men going into this tournament? And particularly today for Rafa Nadal, how big a danger match is this potentially against the Brit Jack Draper? I'm I'm really, I think this is a huge match for Rafa. Um, I, I would be more concerned about Rafa's chances of even, you know, getting through this first round today than I than I do with Novak. I think I think Novak is just, um, you, you know, it's a niggle. It's it's something that does happen with with players, um, uh, and also given his limited uh, match play last year, so he's still trying to get back into top flight competition. And I, the matches that he played in Adelaide uh, were, were beneficial. I, I don't really foresee any issue with Novak, but it is the opponent of Rafa Nadal today, Jack Draper. He has a game that annoys Rafa. Um, you know, Rafa wants to, you, you know, keep the rallies going. He wants to, to find rhythm and, uh, you know, probably the best of five-set format is where he has a, a slight advantage. But he hasn't, he hasn't been winning matches. He's low on confidence. And this Jack Draper, this, this young lefty from the UK, he is a dangerous player and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we see a major upset occur on the first day today. Would be a huge story if uh, Rafa goes out in the first round. So by the sound of what you said there before, you, you, you think Novak is the favourite. Who, who's, and I think most people do, who, who do you think is his biggest danger in this tournament? Well, well I've, I've uh, you know, scanning the draw, as we all do. <laughs> you, know, you look at the draw and you yeah. think, wow, look at this potential matchup along the way. I think for Novak, he has a quite a smooth draw um, in, in his half. I would expect um, on the other half, I wouldn't be surprised to see Daniel Medvedev back there again uh, in the final. And, and obviously, you know, losing last year with the lead that he built up against Rafa. Um, and, and from that probably point on, it wasn't a, a, a fun 2022 for Medvedev. But I, I think what I saw in Adelaide when he was playing, I think he, you know, loves the, the court as well. It, it plays to his um, strengths. So I wouldn't be surprised if, um, you know, you know, he can sneak through. But watch out for a young American, Taylor Fritz. He's in a good section of the draw, as well as uh, I mentioned him a little earlier, Felix Auger Aliassin. Mm. Uh, he has a major game. And, uh, you know, last year, uh, the, the wins that he had throughout the season, he picked up four tournament victories. Uh, he was unblemished in Davis Cup, uh, and I think he's riding a, a confident streak. Besides the fact that he has Tony Nadal in his corner, yes. so he knows a thing or two about <laughs> you know what it takes to win. So, um, but you know, you mentioned the Australians, and uh, you know that it's really a, a key. It's a, it's you know this is an opportunity for you know Australian fans to just jump on board behind our guys, and it's not just about Nick. It is Demon. Um, and Tanasi and the, the, the number of other players that have uh, you know benefited from wild cards. So um, a, a great opportunity for the, the Aussie guys, you know, to keep building their ranking and reputation. Now, one of the other big stories last year, of course, was the doubles victory for the Special Ks in front of crowds that we yeah. haven't really seen at tennis before. But listening to Tanasi yesterday, Mark, he's basically said there's no chance to do it again. Hey, hang on. I thought you were going to say we haven't seen that before um, since the Woodies last were, were, were playing. It was a bit more of a <laughs> congenial crowd that watched the Woodies. 
<laughs> you, you didn't quite whip them up into a frenzy like the special case. Maybe you should have. I I, yeah, I don't, I don't think we, we, we weren't the frenzy type of uh, pair. <laughs> we, we, we just, uh, I think we beat our opponents softly, you know. <laughs> oh, it was a different era. It was a different era. It was. We were we were more. You tuck your shirt into your pants and you know let it <laughs> let it hang out on the. Uh, but the, the, the Tanasi and uh, Nick, the special K's are uh, a formidable comp- uh, combination. And I was surprised to to hear about Tanasi's uh, comments um, that uh, you, you know he's not really rating uh, you know their chances for a repeat performance. Um, you know, as as I said to them last year when Tom and I were um, presenting the trophies to them that they can repeat. They are a dangerous pair. Mm. There are so many of these double specialist teams that are, are, are playing the tour these days. You know, they, they do um, get very tight and uh, edgy when they're having to play against two quality singles players that, that Nick and Tanasi are. So um, I, I don't see any problem uh, with, with or concern. Um, so I might, when I get to, to, to Melbourne and down the courts and see Tanasi hanging around, I think I'm going to have to give him a bit of a kick in the backside and, and, and think, hey, you know, it's, it's a winning. You guys can win the title again. Yeah, give him a clip. Give him a clip yeah. uh, for us. A little cut across the year, I think. Huh? Yeah. Come on. Not, we don't want this defeatist South Australian attitude, Tanasi. You're meant to be a winner. Not good. Exactly. Not good. <laughs> Look, I, I think for Nick and Tanasi, though, they they uh, focus, as they should, they focus on their singles. But that's not unusual. Uh, it, it, it goes back to, you know, even Todd and I. I mean, you know, we always cared about singles. That's the priority. And I, I think with Nick and Tanasi, they probably, you, you know, feel like that maybe playing singles and doubles at the same grand slam can sometimes take away from their performance. But that's that's why you lean upon each other. That's what teamwork and uh, working as a duo is about and, and to alleviate and help each other through the tournament. Just one more before I let you go, Mark. On the women's side, obviously, Igor Sviontek is the red-hot favourite to win. I just want to ask you, is it disrespectful that the reigning Wimbledon champion, and we know scheduling is such a tough thing to do in the early rounds of an Australian Open or any Grand Slam, mm-hmm. but is it disrespectful that the defending Wimbledon champion, Alina Ribikina, has been shunted out to court 13 for our opening match? Yeah, that that is that is an odd scheduling uh, uh, concern, and I, and I think if I was uh, Elena, I would probably, you, you know, maybe just make some inquiries as to you, you know how how it happens. Um, you know, you can only beat who is up the other end, and this year she beat all of those that stood before her at Wimbledon, and she's always going to be remembered now as a Grand Slam winner, and probably more so as a Wimbledon champion. So I, I think it, you know, it, it, uh, it's a bit odd. Um, but, but look, at the, the organisers, when they sit down with the ATP and WTA uh, supervisors, it, these are issues that they do discuss. Um, and it, but it, it is a little surprising uh, to see her there. But then again, you know, she might also enjoy just, you know, trying to fly under the radar um, because... Look, when you're announced as a Wimbledon champion, you know, there's a bit of pressure um, that goes with it. It's just not an automatic victory. So, you know, she just might enjoy building herself uh, round by round um, as the tournament unfolds. I'm just trying to put a positive spin on it (laughs) for her. (laughs) I like the way you did that. Hey, Mark, great to have you back as part of the SEN Tennis Commentary team. We look forward to catching up over the next couple of weeks. I hope so. Great talking to you. 
Great to chat to Mark Woodford. Remember, see the first ever Australian paddle open at AO 2023, the newest racket sport with off-the-wall energy and keen on playing tennis after watching it. Hire a tennis court at playtennis.com.au. Tennis court hire, no membership, no worries. Uh, running a little bit late, let's get to Anna Pav in the newsroom.